Everyone knows the apron is the hardest part of the ring, but this is the nerdiest part of the ring. Your weekly news roundup for the wide world of professional wrestling. I am your host for the evening. I am the five-star man, Asa Gray. And joining me at this time is uh, nobody, actually. Uh, it's going to be a solo show tonight, unfortunately. Dalton had something come up. He's not able to record with me tonight. So I'm going to bring you a, just a pretty quick episode, all things considered. Talk a little bit about WrestleMania Backlash uh, hit up some of the news of the week because there were some pretty interesting things that came out. Not a lot of it is great news, but stuff, you know, worth mentioning as well. So hopefully you'll stick around with me and we'll hang out a little bit, talk a little bit of wrestling. But before we get into the news of everything, uh, we'll start everything up like we do every week with the ring setup. And first up, as always, is the power of positivity. Just something positive to put out there because the internet can be a very, very bad place to be so we want to do a little bit to put out some positivity into the world and we encourage you to do the same so mine this week is i'm torn on a couple and it really could go several ways um but i think mine is going to go toward who do i want to actually give it to though because there's some there's some good options in aw there's some good local options I've already done like the New Day and Ethan Page several times, so I don't want to do them again. Um, I, mine's going to go to AJ Styles. And it's because I read a neat little factoid on Reddit that it was AJ Styles has now been full time on the WWE roster longer than The Rock was. And it's one of those I desperately I can't believe that's true. Like that is such a bonkers stat when you think of how long AJ has been wrestling just in general like I still to this day and this is a me thing consider him more of like a TNA guy and then he came to WWE and just has been absolutely crushing it this whole time so I yeah I just shout out to AJ Styles he's so incredibly talented he has made such a no pun intended impact on TNA impact New Japan as leader of the Bullet Club and then in WWE and now this stuff he's doing with Edge the matches have been incredible I love the pairing of him and Finn Balor together I'm very interested to see where that goes how that evolves because I do think that it could so just you know shout out to AJ Styles for just being phenomenally talented that pun was intended so um and then Real quick, just a little bit of housekeeping for you. They have added episode six. So now episodes one through six of WrestleMax STL, the first six shows are available on uh, IWTV. Uh, you can find a link to those episodes. Uh, you can go to at uh, WrestleMax STL on Twitter. You can go to at Indie Wrestling on Twitter as well. They have those links posted. And the reason I'm bringing these up is one, we always want to support people in the area that are cool and KLD and the WrestleMax crew are amazing, but also it's a little bit of self-promotion because myself and Rob Leach did commentary for episodes four, five, and six. And episode six includes the match that was Calvin Tankman versus Minoru Suzuki. And I will never be able to get over the fact that I did commentary for a Minoru Suzuki match. And now people are going to be able to hear it. So that is very, very exciting for me personally. It's also huge for WrestleMax. Um, I believe episode seven should be coming up relatively soon as well. 
and that was a, I, I watched that show as a fan and it was a it was a blast so keep an eye on that all six episodes were just amazing in general so highly recommended and also you know a little bit biased because i got to do commentary on three of them so and i'm really hoping to get to work with rob again hopefully sometime soon but we'll hopefully sort that out as we get there on to the actual show though into the we'll start off with the wrestlemania uh, backlash review i'm not going to do the full match by oh yeah i can the full match by match rundown just because i'm this if dalton wasn't going to be available to do a show this week this is a good one for me because i don't have to tell him that he was right and because no one wants to do that no one wants to hear that so we we don't have to worry about that even though he was right in most places that i was wrong um overall first i'll say wrestlemania backlash was a solid show like i really enjoyed most of the matches it was relatively quick when you consider it only had six matches on the card there was no pre-show match or dark match there was no you know there it, it but it didn't feel like it had a lot of stakes to it because outside of the smackdown women's championship there were no championship matches here neither tag team neither i intercontinental or united states champion and not the uwu champion the universal wwe undisputed uni- undisputed wwe universal championship the uwu i don't even need to say the whole thing you know what i mean when i say the uwu champion so none of those titles were defended the raw women's championship wasn't defended and it it just was a very very low stakes pay-per-view which ultimately kind of it kind of dampened my overall thoughts on it um that said cody rhodes defeated seth freaking rollins that was a phenomenal match. That match was as good as the WrestleMania match, if not better, in my opinion. I think they have tremendous chemistry together. The only thing I will gripe about that is the I didn't I didn't love the finish of Cody getting the the win holding the tights. Like if this was if this was him getting his win back after Rollins cheated the first time to win, that would be something different. But now Cody's two and zero on Rollins. And with what happened on Raw, it looks like this feud is going to continue. So I'm assuming that'll be the Hell in a C- one of the Hell in a Cell matches at the next pay-per-view. But it just... That that didn't click with me like I would have liked a finish to this match to do. Omos defeated Bobby Lashley after MVP interfered and attacked Lashley with the cane. Uh, not a whole lot to say about this one. Very similar. I think Omos kind of gets a bad rap but this match was as good as it was going to be. And then you have the added wrinkle of MVP being in Omos's corner this time after not being involved in the WrestleMania match at all. So him cheating to help Omos get the win makes a lot of sense. Edge defeated AJ Styles uh, by referee stoppage, I believe it was. I don't think he tapped out, but he put him in the crossface. Dalton called this one 100%. Just absolutely shut me down because... Damien Priest was banned from ringside. Priest made his way to the ringside because, of course, he did. Balor comes out, brawls with him, takes him out, and then the mysterious new member of Edge's faction appears, shoves AJ off of the top rope. It is later uh, revealed to be Rhea Ripley, uh, which was one of the reported names, one of the rumored names. We had seen shots of her backstage with that Edge purple lighting in the background, which, you know, was the foreshadowing there, so... Overall, again, I love these matches. I, I know not everyone 
like these the WrestleMania match between these two and now the Backlash match between these two as much as I did. I don't know if it's just because I am such a huge fan of both of these guys and with the direction that Edge has taken this new character, but this hit for me in, in a major way. I loved this match. I loved the WrestleMania match, and I am not at all sad that this is going to continue. It'll be interesting to see how Ripley fits into Edge's stable as well. Ronda Rousey defeated Charlotte Flair for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. Again, this one, to me, was a little flat. It wasn't bad by any stretch. I just, I don't care about Ronda Rousey at all. And like I said on the preview show, there was a 0% chance they were going to have the Ronda Rousey character say the words, I quit. So, very expected for me. And they also did go out of their way to kind of, it looks like Charlotte Flair will be off TV for a while because they're claiming that the the final armbar wrapped in the chair it fractured her radius. So she has a broken arm. Uh, they're going with the injury story going forward. And she will be out of action for an indefinite amount of time, I believe is what they, is how they're phrasing it. So uh, it'll, be, it'll be interesting to maybe see some fresh roundups, some fresh matchups for Rousey is what I tried to say there. And I did not get out of it. But overall, like I said, this was kind of a, this was not necessarily a miss for me. I just, I didn't care. The The outcome was not in question for me. And I just, these matches haven't clicked like I would have liked them to. Second to last match of the night was Madcap Moss defeating Happy Corbin by pinfall. Um, this is one where Dalton was more right because he actually picked Moss to win it. But I want at least a half point because I said that they were going to have Moss look great against Corbin, Corbin cheat to win. So Corbin would ultimately win, but Moss would look good. And they kind of did the other way where Moss looked okay. He didn't, you know, he didn't blow and I don't think he blew anybody away in the amount of like offense. He didn't dominate Corbin by any stretch, but he won with a sunset flip that kind of came out of nowhere. So... Instead of it being, oh, person looks good until they lose, they did person looks okay until they kind of like squeak by with a win. And that's really the two ways that WWE seems to build up new faces. And I don't love it, but I also think that Corbin is one of the most wildly underrated wrestlers that WWE has and has had in a very long time. I kind of rank him up there with The Miz, except The Miz at least has two-time Grand Slam champion, you know, all those accolades, and Corbin was GM for a while, and then they blamed him in story for the show being bad. And then Mad Cat Moss, same kind of deal. I think uh, people aren't really giving him a fair shake. I do think that it's a real missed opportunity here for him to have not come out to new music and new gear and to drop the cackling hyena stuff. So hopefully that comes sooner rather than later, just because they haven't done it yet. Doesn't mean that they're not going to. I just thought that maybe the pay-per-view would be a really good place to to do that. And then the main event saw the Bloodline defeating Drew McIntyre and the team of RK Bro. Um, Dalton did get this one wrong, so I got I got this one right. Because there's just no way that the Bloodline is... T- Roman Reigns is getting an L next to his name until he loses that championship. Um, I will say this was the highlight of the night for me. As much as I loved Cody and and Seth and as much as I loved Edge and AJ, this won me over in a way that I was nowhere near expecting. 
it was so much more fun than I was going to give it credit for. I had pretty low expectations going in. Not because I, I dislike anybody in the match. Everybody in the match is very, very talented. And Randy Orton is doing just some of the best work he's ever done. I am a huge fan of Drew McIntyre, ridiculously so. He did an interview where he said he wants the European Championship brought back just so he can win it and then turn around and retire it immediately just so he can say he had it. And I I love that. That's amazing. What else is there to say about Roman Reigns? It's all been said before. Run of his career, doing some of the best work ever. And then the Usos are one of the best tag teams going today, just undisputably, in the, I would say, in the top three. But I, top five, I don't know. That's a different show. Move on. But th- everything just gelled really well together. I like the story that they told. I love the way things just completely broke down. The finish of the match I thought was incredible. Just that real sneak Roman blind tag as uh, one of the Usos is coming off of the top rope. to, And then he hits the spear, gets the win out of nowhere. I, I really, really enjoyed this match. And if you skipped Backlash... I, I would highly recommend even just the main event by itself, like go out of your way to check it out. Because, yeah, there were really no stakes to it because it wasn't the unification match like they originally said. But it was just it was a, a super fun six man tag that I really, really recommend. So but what did you think of WrestleMania Backlash if you watched it? Did you what was your favorite match of the night? It, did I completely miss the mark on anything here? Let us know. You can, of course, follow the show at Nerdiest Part on Twitter. Uh, or follow me at the five star man. But that is not it for the show uh, because there is some news to cover. Let me get my notes pulled up here. Um, and unfortunately, this is another week where there's really no good news. It's a lot of it is unfortunate and stuff that we have to wait to see. Um, I will say, speaking of wait to see, if you're listening to this, you more than likely heard about. Kota Ibushi speaking out against New Japan and Bushi Road. And that is a story that I want to talk about more. One, with Dalton. And two, I'm pushing it back to next week. Just because this is one that it's one, it's a lot of secondhand. Like people, we're going off of what Ibushi is saying. But also he's tweeting out in Japanese. So people are having to translate. And I've already seen a couple inconsistencies with the way some of these are being reported. So I'm really hoping that by next week, we have a more concrete, like definite, no translation. This is what he said. And more importantly, this is what he meant. Cause there's a lot of like, people are saying, Oh, he's, he means this thing when he says this. And then other outlets are saying, no, he means this thing when he says this. And it's, I, I feel like I don't know enough about the whole situation to really comment on it. So I'm hoping by next week we will have more news on this, but I think the, the just the headlines out there of Ibushi's accusing new Japan of them exploiting him and trying to rush him back from injury and threatening his job. Um, those are all valid things and are terrible, but I would like to, you know, be as clear with our messaging when we talk about it. So hopefully we'll talk about more of that next week. Let's see. Next story. Uh, Another, again, not a lot of great news, and I'm sorry to bring everybody down. Maybe I should have started with the news and then gone with the recap, because I did really enjoy Backlash. Uh, Big E tweeted out, For those desirous of an update, my C1 apparently isn't healing optimally. I'll spend another four to six weeks in a brace in hopes that I can avoid a fusion. 
but don't you fret, I've got a tremendous support system, and what shall be, shall be. And Biggie being the most positive person in the world is not news. I almost gave him my power of positivity this week just because that outlook is so incredible to have when you consider everything that he's going through. And I am very, very proud of him, which makes no sense because, like, who the hell am I? But it's it is such a bummer that he's not healing as well as the doctors would have liked. That's not to say that, you know, he won't and he still may not require surgery. You know, this extra time should hopefully allow him to. It's a wait and see, but hopefully this extra time allows things to go a little bit better than they are currently. But again, this is one we're going to follow because I love Biggie. I know Dalton loves Biggie. Again, if you're listening to this, I have to assume you also love Biggie because he's the most lovable person in wrestling and probably beyond. So all of the best to Biggie. Hopefully he will not need that surgery and that he can just heal on his own. So uh, sending all the best to Biggie, of course. We have a follow up on the Darius Martin injury. Uh, this is from Cultaholic uh, from Jack Atkins. Um, Darius Martin, of course, we talked about it a couple weeks ago. He came back from injury and then Fightful reported that he was going to miss another extended bit of time due to something that was not wrestling related. And no one really knew what that meant. But uh, of all people, Malachi Black seems to have uh, clarified that. Um, Again, reading from Cultaholic, after suffering an undisclosed injury in late April, it's now been reported that AEW star Darius Martin was involved in a car accident and could miss six to nine months of action. The news of Martin's car accident was broken by AEW's Malachi Black, who revealed the nature of Martin's accident on the Universal Wrestling Podcast. Quote, he had a really nasty car accident. He's out for like six to nine months, said Black. Uh, And so that sucks. You know, obviously you don't want to see anybody hurt. And for him to just come back from injury after missing, uh, this article says, on the show for 13 months, to just come back, have like one or two matches, and then be hurt again in a car accident just it sucks there's no there's no grand way of phrasing that i'm sure there's better ways but like man i can't imagine how frustrated he must be but you know hopefully it is a smooth recovery and he's able to come back you know as quickly and as fully healed as possible so again sending all the positive vibes and and thoughts to darius martin Uh, Another Fightful story that broke is that Candice LeRae's NXT contract has expired. Um, So she is now a free agent. There were talks of potentially using her maternity leave as part of something like if you remember when Rey Mysterio was injured initially and he missed all that time and WWE wanted to extend his contracts because he wasn't able to compete. Apparently that option was on the table for Candice LeRae with her pregnancy, um, but they decided to just kind of let that go. Um, By all accounts, both Candice LeRae and Johnny Gargano are left on just the absolute best of terms from WWE. So it is entirely possible that one of, if not both, return down the line in some capacity. Neither have really said what their plans are. Gargano still... You know, he's taken some, like, signings, I think, but I don't know if he's really had any matches booked, or if he has, it hasn't been many. And we'll just kind of have to wait and see, follow those announcements. And uh, there's really nowhere that either of them could go that wherever they land wouldn't benefit from having them, because they're both just 
so incredibly talented, but also seem to be very, very just good people, which, of course, you love to see. Um, let's see, what is the next one? Next one, I was surprised to hear whenever he tweeted it out, um, but this comes straight from Willie Mac's Twitter. Uh, this was on May 6th. After last night's Impact episode, I am no longer with Impact Wrestling. My contract has expired, and I decided to decline their new offer. So now I'm going to be doing my thing on the independence. Hit up bookwillymac at gmail.com if you want to see me in your city or town. Hashtag MacMode. And Willie Mac is someone who I am genuinely surprised never held the Impact Championship. Um which I need to confirm that he didn't, but I, cause I know he was X division champion, but I don't think they ever put the actual impact title on him. He's competed for it. Um, but he never, I don't believe he ever actually won it, which he's, he's someone who I love to watch. He is just incredibly athletic. He moves like he shouldn't be able to, just he's so incredibly talented he's another one that yeah he never actually held the in, the impact championship looking at the list of champions there um i didn't think he had so but he's again someone who he's already started and he's he has announced on his twitter that he's going to be working some um new japan dates uh for with new japan strong so that is super cool the last tweet that he tweeted out that's not his pin tweet is a advertisement for new japan strong collision in philadelphia uh may 15th he is taking on jeff cobb which that match is gonna be amazing that's just you know two <laughs> two meaty men slapping meat and i am here for it so i'm very very excited to see what's next for willie mac he again is incredibly talented and would be an asset wherever he lands. Maybe eventually it'll lead back to Impact, who knows? But as of right now, he is a free agent and will be looks like he's focusing more on the independence. And then the last bit of news, and then I'm gonna let y'all go. Like I said, this was gonna be a shorter one. Um, this one is a bummer, and it's not really like I can't even really say that it's wrestling news, but it means something to me, and I wanna share it with you guys. But on Wednesday, Ethan Page announced on his weekly backstage vlog that the the weekly vlogs will be ending. He will continue to focus on uh, the toy hunts. So he'll be doing the toy hunts every Sunday. And he will also still do some of the, the planned big events that he had. I believe he mentioned doing a chopped cheese with Eddie Kingston in New York. He mentioned going to sheets with... Uh, ruby soho and the fat food fest too so he will still be doing some vlogs here and there but the weekly backstage vlogs are coming to an end and these are something that i've loved to watch it has given me just so many so much entertainment not just from him but like people like preston vance dan Housen, evil uno who has also said on who said on his stream the other day that he's kind of contemplating putting an end to his vlog as well which is a big bummer because his vlog is also very entertaining and the Stu grayson gym discovery segments are so incredible i love them so much but um but yeah so 
that's a bummer. If you haven't seen any of them, I highly recommend going and checking even like the older episodes. You don't really need to watch them in any sort of order. It's not like being the elite where they're not scripted, but like there's events that carry over from one week to the next. It's more of just like travel information, travel vlog and backstage and hanging out. There are recurring bits like him doing the photo shoots with Scorpio Sky and Preston Vance eating in slow motion, stuff like that. But it's a bummer to see them go, but I completely understand. I don't hold anything against him, obviously, because he edits them himself. He posts them himself. He films everything. He's got a family. He's got all the travel stuff. Like, that is a lot of work that he was putting into doing this thing that he seemingly, beyond, like, sponsor deals, was probably not getting a bunch, like, get, getting hardly any money on. So, but... I love to watch him. I'm sad to see him go, but the fact that he's still continuing the toy hunt videos is a big plus, and I look forward to those every Sunday. So, but that is it for the week. Like I said, I wanted to keep this one a little bit short since Dalton's not here. Um, we will be back next week with even more wrestling news to talk about. Um, and until then, hopefully you guys have a good week. Uh, sorry for the shorter episode. Uh, sorry Dalton couldn't be here, um, but things happen, and I wanted to at least get something out for you guys who listen. And if you did listen, thank you so much. You all mean the world to me. Uh, I think you know that at, by now. But yeah, uh, be sure, like I said, follow the show, twitter.com slash nerdiestpart. Uh, you can follow me at on Twitter at twitter.com slash the five star band. That's with the number five. You can follow Dalton at twitter.com slash Mr. D Anthony NPO tr as well so until next week take care of yourselves take care of each other and watch wrestling